This week on the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. Tell you what, man. These guys, man, they're just, they know how to play football, man. You gotta just go out there and play football. That's what it takes, this man. This guy's a grinder. This guy's one. a grinder, man. You know, I like that. That's a, that's a great one, man. You know that that third wildcard spot in the NFC, you know where it's going. You Jeffrey, know it's going to Jeffrey Arizona, Francisco? baby. Oh. <laughs> Let's go, Kyler. <laughs> I know we don't have a kicker in the other league, and it's we have another flex. But if you want to play in Texas, you gotta have a kicker in the league. <laughs> if you gotta play in Arizona, a quarterback is hot, but not for a not for Kansas, a fantasy Kansas football. fantasy band. <laughs> Welcome to the Brody and Mo In Law Show, where we commiserate about Arizona sports, collaborate on being dads to daughters, and conversate on the pressing matters of today. Brody, Brody. Guess what I am doing, Brody. Guess what I am doing. You're making my head hurt. I'm watching. (laughs) I'm watching a real live NFL football game. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Wait. Is that the the Hank Williams Jr. one? Because we're not allowed to. I think he got kicked off. Is that Monday Night Football one? No, that's not Monday Night Football. No. No, I think that's that's just like generic football sport football. Thing. Oh, okay. All right, we can do it then. It's uh, it's okay. I'm dun, sure dun, that dun, means dun. it's not copywritten, and <laughs> we won't get struck down from YouTube for it. We are, we're not going to get any cease and desist letters from NFL. <laughs> Roger Goodell is going to text us after this. Knock it off. No, dude, I'm hey. watching a real live NFL football game. It's happening right now. I know. How cool is that? And it's not. I mean, it's not over. 28 seconds left. Your boy Deshaun Watson just completes another pass. You've got Deshaun on your fantasy team, yeah? I've got Deshaun Watson in both my fantasy leagues. Brody, what's your fantasy team? What, which? Okay, so you're in a team or in a league with Phil. Phil, friend of the show, really co-sponsor, co-author, co-podcaster of the show at this point. Yeah, right. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm, you're in a league with Phil. Yeah, I got, I got asked last minute. So it's kind of funny. Phil, Phil is like, Hey, he's texted me like a couple weeks ago. Do you want to be in this fantasy football league? And I was like, you know, let me think about it. Uh, but I, that, that shouldn't be a problem. I'm already in one. Um, and then like the day of the draft, he's like, all right, here's the link you're drafting. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm in it. <laughs> Phil right on. <laughs> Sounds good. So, uh, no, but I'm, I'm actually happy that I, I, I get to be in that league. Um, that one's a league of 10 guys. So it's a lot of fun. I'm the newbie. So I'm I'm still learning on that league and their their rules, but I'm I'm in another league that's the Heath Ledger Memorial Cup that we play every year. It's twelve guys that we've been playing for holy moly, probably twelve years now. I don't know, ten years maybe now. Uh and so that one's a lot when of fun. When did Heath Ledger die? Did he die ten years ago? Um, he might not have been dead when we named the cup. Did you? No. So, to be clear, did your fantasy league predict Heath Ledger's impending demise? I don't think so. I don't think we did. Let's. I now I'm nervous. I am. T- I feel like you kind of caused it. Maybe he died in 2008. So we've been doing. I think we started in 2011. 
So we okay. were a few years behind. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're you at said year nine. Twelve years. So I you're thought, pretty darn close. I thought twelve years, but I was I was mistaken. So what month did he die? Was it before the season started, or <laughs> he died during in, or no, after? He died in January. It was, it just it would have been almost a Super Bowl, January twenty second. Okay, so potent, the potential exists that you started a fantasy football league oh in 2008 gosh. when Heath Ledger was still on this mortal coil and named it the Heath Ledger Memorial you, Tournament. Subsequently, he dies in January after the season is over. You will not con me into admitting that I am the demise of one of the best actors of all time, so don't even give me that. <laughs> but it is awkward. Uh, it is odd. <laughs> there is quite the coincidence there. So now that you're saying this, I don't. I don't like where this is going. We'll do a little research into that later. Okay, FBI, please just ignore this episode. You just mm-hmm. don't don't come hacking onto my computer, please. <laughs> it's too old anyway. Too it probably won't, won't be able to hang with it. <laughs> you won't get anything, anyways. What's your team? What does your team look like? If I, I mean, I was reading some uh, post draft analysis on ESPN, and it was telling me that you drafted pretty high within this league so you, your team was rated decently in the heath ledger uh memorial cup uh league so we do a we do an auction draft so you're allowed to get to keep have two keepers so left you know from the year before and that you, you get two hundred dollars to spend every player you know goes can go for a certain amount or whatever you want to say so your keepers deduct from that total um so I kept uh, Michael Thomas and Derrick Henry. Um, They're very expensive, you know, to keep because they're top tier players in the NFL. So I kept those two. Uh, we're in a PPR league also, by the way, uh, points per reception. So I kept I, Michael Thomas. He leads the league in reception. So he's a he's a moneymaker in terms of the fantasy football league. But at any rate, um, I, I kept those two. And then you nominate players. At, when your turn comes up, you nominate a player and then it goes up for auction and you you know, you bid it and the winning bidder gets them. So uh, there's different strategies. You can either spend all your money on just like two or three big name players, right? And, and get those big players. Or, you know, you kind of evenly distribute the wealth, uh, you know, where, where you can. But you really need a couple of really solid players. So I, I, I took the big hits with Michael Thomas and Derrick Henry. And then I just kind of scattered the money periodically throughout. Ended up with Deshaun Watson. So that was a good pickup, it looks like. Um uh, ta- I ended up with uh, this is oh I'm in the in the Heath Ledger Memorial Cup. I ended up with uh, Todd Gurley, so that was a good pickup. Robert Woods. I took a gamble on Rob Gronkowski. Um, you know he's he, I think he's my wild card this year. So we'll see how that goes. Carry on Johnson out of Detroit. I think Christian Kirk's going to have a good year out of Arizona, and I had the Bills defense. So that's my starting lineup for that league. Uh, and that got rated as our highest draft choice, our highest draft pick. Uh, I had the highest number one rated team, which we'll see. I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse at this point. I can draft well. Now I got to have guys play. So, um, Watson got off to a really rough start this morning (laughs) there this evening. So I was a little nervous and I texted the group chat, like Watson's on the block, make me some trade offers. (laughs) And now I'm, I'm regretting sending that because he's blowing it up right now. So, um, and then in the other one, I didn't have it. It's just a more traditional draft. The above ground plastic pool party draft is the name of Phil's league. And uh, I ended up with Deshaun Watson also in that league. Um, Nick Chubb, De- uh, Devin Singletary, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously I think he's going to have a good year. Juju Smith-Schuster, 
Uh, I took Rob Gronkowski again. <laughs> so I'm doubling down on the Rob on, on Yo Soy Fiesta. Uh, Robert Woods, the Broncos defense. And then I got the kicker out of Kansas City, Harrison Butker. So it's a, uh, they're both good, good teams. We'll see what happens. Uh, what you, what are your name? Fantasy team names, fantasy football team names. I went with, I went with, are you not entertained for both of them with the picture of Russell Crowe as the gladiator, because I just bought a Jeep gladiator. So I felt like it was, it was a good, uh, it was a good investment in a team name. And are you not entertained? Um, Jeep, Mr. Mrs. Jeep, Mr. Jeep, (laughs) whoever the new owner of Jeep, the Jeep corporation is now. Uh, Brody McGuire, proud new owner of a 2020 Jeep Gladiator. That's right. Yeah. And I love it. Thank you. Now sponsor the show. Please just throw some money. That was a beautiful sponsor <laughs> promo. I don't know what else you could have expected. Throw us some money. Yeah. We deserve, you know, a, a sponsorship. If you wanted to, you know, take a few of my payments off, that'd be great. Just a few months. That's all just we're asking. Months, you know, like... The next seven years worth or so, something like that. <laughs> if you can work with that, that'd be great. But you are also a new owner of a new vehicle. Is that correct? I am. I, I went the more Flagstaff traditional route, though, and we purchased a Subaru Outback. It's big, it's safe. It's got, a, I literally don't even know how to change which trip meter I'm on. It's too complicated. <laughs> There, I had to read the owner's manual to figure out how to open the gas tank. Really? Yes, because it doesn't have a latch like every other normal car in the world does. Oh. You does gotta, it have like a push one yes, and it pops out? Yes, but you have to unlock the doors for the push button to work. Oh. If your doors are locked, it will not open. Wow. I, the Gladiator, the one that tripped me up is uh, it, when you lock the doors with your key fob, it locks the tailgate. I didn't know that. So you have to use the unlock button to unlock the tailgate. It's actually kind of a handy feature now that I know it. But at first I was like, I got a wonky tailgate. What in the world? Why won't this thing open? It's like, oh, because it locks automatically. Did you ever lock the tailgate on your old truck? Like twice. Yeah, that was know? what I was like. You just don't do that. Yeah. It's always open. And I'm, I, but I'm, I should have looking back because the I had a Ford F-150 before and those tailgates are very expensive. So like if somebody were to just jack my tailgate, like there would have been buy tailgate, you know? Jeep ones are, are, are not cheap either, but they're a little bit cheaper than the Ford ones. So it's nice to have a lock just as extra um, safety. And I have a tunnel cover. I put a roll tunnel cover on it. So that locks with the tailgate. So I can put nice. stuff in there that, that locks, which is nice. You can so. put all of your baby stuff back there. I took, Strollers. I took a ton of baby stuff. We got a storage unit. So I've got, I'm, I'm making room. One of my friends of the one of the friends of the show, Eric Stevens, cleaned out his garage, so I got a bunch of his baby stuff, and now it's in the storage <laughs> locker. So it just keeps going down the line. Uh, that that's that's where all of your baby stuff is, Eric. <laughs> so is your garage cleaned out now? Are you putting the gladiator in the garage? Well, I, no, we're not gonna. I I think it's too long. I think the gladiator's too ah. long. So we're gonna we're cleaning it up, moving things around, and I think we're gonna put Chelsea's car in in the garage. Um. We just got to move some some stuff. Reorganizing. You know, we all got to go through it. We got too much stuff. Fall fall cl- fall cleaning? Is that the season? I don't know. Is it fall cleaning if it's 2,000 degrees outside? Because it does not feel like fall to me. No, it doesn't. What I mean, does help is having football back. It does. And so it does give me a little bit of the fall feel. 
Today I felt a little more folly, I guess. It it felt fall it felt fall enough for me that I I felt like we needed to put together some predictions. We're already a game deep, so kind of cheating a little bit to say that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I didn't th- I didn't think I felt that way till I watched them beat up on the Texans. Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl no matter what. I think they, the, look yeah. at this team. I, we were talking, the presumptive favorite. We were t- talking about this in our pre-production meeting, and um, I mean, is there a weakness? I didn't see it today. I mean, they were good on special teams. They were good on defense. They were great on offense. Patrick Mahomes is. Somehow Patrick Mahomes is underpaid. He's going to make half a billion dollars in five years, and somehow he's underpaid. I mean, he's he is NFL. Like if you look up the definition of NFL, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you know, I only have one comment on Patrick Mahomes that I got to say that I'm a little disappointed on. He did a commercial for I don't know what, but he ordered a tomahawk steak and he put ketchup on it, and it broke my heart a little bit. So he's got one little. Which I don't know if that was a Patrick Mahomes thing. I'm going to chalk it up to the director. I'm, it's the director's fault. That's that's I can't dig on Patrick Mahomes too much. I have what commercial was this for? Was it a steakhouse commercial? No, it, I think it was a car commercial. And like at the end, he was like squirting ketchup and looking into the you know into the camera, and he said something, and I don't know what it is. So I have to go find it. Wow, this is all the way back in 2018. I've never seen this commercial. Yeah, it's a few years old. I don't like him anymore. I'm going to change my <laughs> predictions. I don't trust him. I don't like him. I No, you can't because it's it's the director's fault. We're going to talk it up on poor directing. Fine. It was that... acted perfectly. I'm sure he did not eat the steak because he was disgusted that they even con- contemplated putting ketchup on it. On like a, would that have been like, I mean, raw, it's like a $100 steak, so... I feel like I'd still eat it if there's ketchup yeah, on it because it's a yeah. tomahawk steak. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. <laughs> Put yeah. some buns on it on either side and just say this is a real expensive hamburger That's... now. <laughs> like the most expensive hamburger you've ever had. All right, here, here's who I'm going with, Brody. Right. I, I've, know... I made Brody pick uh, playoff teams from the AFC and NFC. We've got three wild cards this year, which is a change in protocols from previous years, so you got to get seven teams from each division. Uh, I went... In order, number one seed, Chiefs. So did you go, wait, before you go, because we've agreed on the Chiefs, are you going AFC first or NFC? I'm going to go AFC, I'm gonna go AFC All right. first. All right. Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Texans. There's your division winners. I, okay. Yeah, Ravens is, is a trendy pick, obviously, with Lamar Jackson, what they did last year. Yep. I don't feel super confident in them. I, I also don't feel that confident in my Bills pick. But without Brady in that division, it's wide open. It just seems like they're they were a playoff team last year. Their defense is solid. Josh Allen is, I think he he has potential. I don't know the the AFC to me is it, that's tough. That division is probably the most wide open. Yeah, uh, Texans fourth. I don't know who else wins that division. That's what that's where I got really hung up on. Um... And I, I, I'm going with the Bills too. They're one of my, they're probably my third favorite team, <laughs> just as a fan. Um, I have no reason to cheer for them, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like the Bills, and so uh, I have them winning that division just because I'm stuck. I don't know, but it, it could very easily swing back to New England. There's until someone unseats them, 
I, I mean, don't know. I've I've got them at at the five seed. I think they're the top wild card out of the AFC. And then I went uh, Steelers, and then my my dark horse pick this year is Indianapolis. Dude, they're my with, dark horse with too. P Rivers. Give me give me P Rivers and his twenty two kids out there. <laughs> you gotta like it. I mean, they got a good, great quarterback. I mean, obviously, Philip Rivers. Um, he, they're a trendy pick, and I like them. Those are those are my seven AFC. What do you got? Okay, so uh, Chiefs, Baltimore, one, two. Yeah. Um. And then I'm gonna go with Houston at three. My on my right track here. Hold on, I scribbled out a bunch of notes, so <laughs> I have to try and follow where I'm at. Chiefs, Baltimore, Houston, and then actually, um, I'm gonna go with with the Patriots to win that division with the Bills getting that five seed. Um, coming out of that division, it'll be close, I think. But uh, I just think that somehow Belichick always wins. I don't know if he sold his soul to the devil to win or what. Somehow he always wins. So I'm going to give it to New England, a slight edge. And then Buffalo comes in at the five seed. Uh, And then I've got Indianapolis number six. And I think I'm going to go with the ultimate dark horse at number seven and go with the Las Vegas Raiders to come in at number seven. Oh, I already forgot what I said. <laughs> so you went, you went Chiefs, Ravens, yep, Texans, Texans Pats, Bills, Pats. Colts, Raiders. Yep. You trust you trust Gruden? Behind, I wouldn't trust Gruden to deliver me a tomahawk steak with ketchup on it. Hey man, I'll tell you what, man. I do a terrible Gruden, but I just know that he just says man a lot and tell you what. Gruden does a terrible Gruden, so you're safe. <laughs> Frank Caliendo does a great Gruden, and that's he the only Gruden, Gruden that we can we can rely on. Tell you what, man, these guys, man, they just they know how to play football, man. You gotta just go out there and play football. That's what it takes, this man. This guy's a grinder. This guy's a grinder, man. You know, I like that. That's a that's a great one, man. That's it. Okay, Chiefs, Baltimore, Texans, New England, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Vegas. We only differed on one team. We've got six out of seven together. We we swapped Colts Raiders. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. If you'll, we go if go. we go six to seven, I'm gonna be pretty proud of us. We're gonna get one right. Somehow, only the Chiefs are gonna make the playoffs because we picked these teams. <laughs> no, they're all gonna be. Sorry to all those fans, <laughs> Baltimore, <laughs> Texas, all of you guys. Okay. I'm really sorry. NFC. I, I think the NFC is a lot harder to pick than the AFC. Yeah, frankly. I struggled, dude. I struggled awful, horrible with this one. I picked them in like 30 seconds, so. Yeah, I threw this at you in pre-production 10 seconds before we, we went li- live. Live? Are we live? Yeah. We're live. We're live. It's, uh, it's number up. one, I've got, I hate that I have to say this. Number one, I have Seattle. Yeah. I hate Seattle. Yeah. They're they're the best team. I think they could they could potentially swap with my two though. I think New Orleans could be the number one overall. Mm, maybe. I don't think so though. I think it's Seattle's to lose. Some something's, something's got to go horribly wrong in Seattle for them to not be the number one seed, right? 
I'll tell you what's going to go horribly wrong is the NFC West is good. Really good. Really good. You probably need to win 12 games to be the number one overall seed. Winning 12 games in that division, is that's going to be tough. Hmm. Probably. Probably going to have, it's probably going to be 12, yeah? That's probably a good number. Because it's going to be hard to play those teams in and out every week. Yeah. You know? It's a complete league. A complete conference. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with them for now number 1, New Orleans number 2, which I could also swap with the wild card from that division that I think could be there too. The NFC's much more wide open. Uh third I've got Dallas, fourth Green Bay. Five I went Tampa Bay, which I could easily swap with New Orleans for two. I could see Tampa Bay winning 11 games in that division too. Mhm. Uh-huh. Six I went Minnesota and then you know you know that that third wild card spot in the NFC, you know where it's going. You San know it's going to San Arizona, Francisco? baby. Oh. <laughs> Let's go, Kyler. <laughs> if the Cardinals win seven games this year, I'll be ecstatic. Why can't they? They should. They should. They're not going to get this wild card spot. But if they win seven games, they'll be happy. Yeah. Because then they'll get a mediocre draft pick and be bad again the next year. It'll be great. True. So I'm going to do one thing. If I had to pick a real team at seven, it'd be San Francisco. But I'm, I got, we well, have to well, go we with have the to, we have to, connection well, here. Well, I'm going to, okay. That's a really good pick. So I, I, I differ with you a little bit at the end. So we'll see how we go. Now I'm going to, I'm going to do some things just for the sake of argument here. I'll go number one, New Orleans. Number okay. one, New Orleans is going to win the, win the NFC. Time's running out on Breeze. Breeze knows it. Um, and he's got all the weapons, so you just got to like what they're doing down there in New Orleans. Number two, Seattle. Um, pretty no-brainer. I'm going to go number three, Green Bay, because because of Aaron Rodgers. Um, number four, Dallas. Uh, so we kind of had the top same four. We do have the same four just, division winners, different orders. We just put them in a different order. Um, but I think that that's, you know, that's kind of my go-to. I'm going number five, Arizona. You know, I think Whoa. Arizona's going to come up and move up to the air, to air, to take number five. Um, what's, what's Arizona's record? I don't think it's unrealistic. They can't win nine. I don't. I don't you think they're going to get to you double. Probably got to win ten to be that first wild card, right? You probably got to go ten and six. It, 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 they they could go ten and six. I'm going nine and seven, and they make it into that five spot. Okay. Just because I think the rest of the league is going to beat each other up, you know. Um, which is not fair also because that could happen to the Cardinals. Cardinals could get beat up too. Um, so I, I got to go five. Arizona gets the wild card, but I'm going to go number six also out of the NFC West and San Francisco gets the sixth spot in a Two neck and neck NFC spot. NFC West. Okay. Yeah. And then number seven, a uh, good old fashioned grandpa Tom Brady leads the Tampa Bay Buccaneers into the, into the playoffs at the seven seed. Him and uh, Rob Gronkowski's wonky arm. They're going to, they're going to bring it in together. So I've go New Orleans, Seattle, Green Bay, Dallas, Arizona, San Francisco, Tampa Bay. I like your list a lot more than mine. I would rather see yours than what I have. I, again, I've done little to no research. I can't emphasize that enough. So as long as we're clear on that. The Brody and Mo in-law show prides itself on its lack of preparation <laughs> and research and professionalism. It's really what the four i can't even count how many things did you list off four cornerstones of our of our podcast 
it five is. cornerstones. The three things I listed are the four corners <laughs> of our podcast. We're also good at math and lists. <laughs> <laughs> about the difference between your childhood toys and what your daughter plays with now Ex- yes and, and I, now, I won't bring this up go ahead the way that you brought this up to me is is interesting to say the least from my perspective because we weren't really talking about toys i don't i don't even think we were talking about toys you just said dinosaurs weren't real <laughs> I, and yeah, then we started we talking about like you played with dinosaur toys as a kid and what we had as toys. I don't even remember how we got to dinosaurs aren't where real. Where did that come from? I I don't know where. So I, I don't necessarily say that I would fancy myself a conspiracy theorist, but I do think that there are some awesome conspiracy theories out there that I just, I don't know why. I think they're hilarious and fun to watch. Like there's a, there's a, a, a page on Twitter that's birds aren't real and it's all dedicated whoa, 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 whoa. to birds not being real. Let's clarify, that's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's just truth. That someone is telling the truth about the government using birds as a surveillance tool. And I think that no more and more I read it, the more and more there's some truth to that, right? Yes. Because you only ever see them on power lines recharging. You know, they always are, you know, looking, they're always around. You can never get rid of them all. Like, you know, they multiply no matter what. So, I mean, just think about it is all I'm saying. So, I think... You know that dinosaurs didn't really exist. I mean, we don't see them, and I think it's a fancy way to sell rocks. That's what I think it is. Is it's just an expensive way to sell rocks because you're not going to buy a rock for that kind of money. Uh, but it's we're going to say, hey, this is five million years old, and we think something stood on it once. Oh man, get out the checkbook. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, when you put it that way, it's pretty appealing. I mean, you know, <laughs> isn't that what a dinosaur is? I don't know. How do I mean? How do we know what they even looked like? I mean, I don't understand that. I have I now I have to find this. I don't think I'm going to be able to. There was a thing on Twitter where someone posted a picture of like how we would have drawn a a, a reproduction of a put together fossil set. Like they had just like a skeleton, like a skull. And then they said, this is how we would draw this if we thought it was a dinosaur. And it was like this really imposing thing with huge teeth, <laughs> like just this jacked up, scary looking mega monster. And I think it was like a hippo. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. See, there's some truth to it. Like, we don't know what they look like. What if they had feathers? What if we're piecing together dinosaur bones from like uh, dinosaurs that don't go together? We're like, oh, this is a Triceratops, when in actuality it was something else. So, okay, okay. If they had feathers, then birds are real. Well, not necessarily, because, I mean, are all birds not real? Because they're just talking about flying birds, because like an ostrich is a bird, and they have feathers. Or an emu. Are, okay, so the, it's flying birds that aren't real. So it must be flying birds aren't real, because how would an ostrich be able to charge itself? If it was a, dra- a drone or well, uh, see part of what email. I read on that part, part of what I learned on the birds aren't real website is that COVID is a hoax designed <laughs> to keep people in their houses while the government agents go around and update the software and all the birds. See, 
So maybe the ostriches are maybe they part are of it, the gig. So so there you go. So maybe dinosaurs aren't real either because if they had feathers and birds aren't real, ergo if de facto, you know, through some complicated math that I won't go through for the integrity of this show, sure, the dinosaurs sure. did not exist. I can't argue with it. We're gonna get some Mostly hate because mail I don't this. understand it, but I can't argue with it. <laughs> Hope maybe we could do some clever editing here, and we can make this picture show up in the YouTube for all of our viewers. Yeah, our, our listening, our listening viewers. Yes, so they can see what we're referring to here. It shows. Let me try to describe this over the radio, since this is an audio medium. It shows a skull, a very imposing skull with large teeth coming up in the front section here, curving up. Very, very scary looking animal. Row of jaws in the back. And then it says how an alien would reconstruct this animal, and it shows it with the skin, and it looks like the Loch Ness monster. Huge it's like teeth. red and green. Yeah, very imposing. Again, deadly, deadly-looking animal. And then the actual animal in reality on planet Earth is just a goofy-looking hippo. <laughs> it's like smiling. <laughs> it looks very content. It's kind of there, you know, just kind of hanging. So you're you're of the opinion that due to something like this of us incorrectly reconstructing these fossils that dinosaurs did not exist and our childhood of playing with dinosaur toys was all a gigantic lie it was it was created by the toy companies to sell toys it's just like you know valentine's day created by hallmark to sell cards i don't mm. see the difference mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i don't know about you mo but so growing up it was it was me and my younger brother cole and we played with dinosaurs a lot like what what kind of toys did you guys play with it, it was mostly sporting equipment. Like our yeah. our days were spent playing basketball, throwing football around. That that was what we defaulted to. Toy wise, we we did a lot of like we even had that magnetic football game. Do you remember that thing? It was a giant field that was magnetized somehow, and you'd put the players oh, on it yeah. and then turn it on, and the whole thing would just earthquake style. <laughs> there was no control over it whatsoever. Yeah. It didn't do anything just, you wanted it to. But you were just like, yeah, go! <laughs> Touchdown! It was, yeah. it was uh, Broncos Redskins. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, I remember that. That was before like mega merchandising where you could buy other teams. It was just like, yes. here's your options, that's it. <laughs> You're either the Redskins or the Broncos. Like, uh... The, cool, uh, the coolest toys we got, we got Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, yeah. Which were super cool. Right. And, and a Nintendo when it came out, the original yeah. NES system. We had, we, we didn't have a Nintendo. We had a Sega Genesis, which was really cool. We played we play with that a lot. Um, we, uh, we had a lot of dinosaurs, but we were really big into like the little green army men. That was a big thing in our, in our house. Like we would... We would, you know, Kel, Kel, friend of the show would come over and his younger brother, Sean, and uh, my brother, and we would like line them up and have wars and, you know, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, we just, we were outside all the time and like we dug a hole and we'd just hang out in the hole. Like it's because it's a hole. <laughs> like, yep. that, that was kind of our fun for the day. Like, oh, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. Let's dig a hole. All right. That sounds good. Did I do something good? Yay. I'm outside. Yay. Yay we're in a hole. Uh, so like that was that was a part of it, but uh, I don't know. Toys have changed, man. Yeah, compare your experience sitting in a literal hole to what you provide for your daughter to occupy her time. So, 
one thing that Sadie's really big into, and she always has been, is books, man. She loves books. So she'll just turn pages. And she's starting to get to the point where she like starts to identify things that are on the page. So she'll like make the motions, you know, if we make a motion when we're reading it, or she'll say, oh, this, that, you know. Uh, um, so she's not really reading, but she's starting to associate those types of things. So books are a big part of it. Um, she loves puzzles right now, but they're not like cheap puzzles like we had, you know, that were like flimsy cardboard. They're like legit puzzles with like magnets that you attach. She's really into puzzles. Um, so that's a big, big thing in our house. And then, you know, watching Coco Melon on TV is always a go-to. That's, I don't know if that counts as a toy, but it I occupies her time. counts as a toy. Yeah, TV is definitely a toy. Okay. So TV is a toy. She, she loves that. Um, and she's just busy. She's a two-year-old. So, you know, it's just busy. It's just constant doing something. Um, when we're outside, she's, you know, finding rocks and giving them to me and be like, look, I found it. And you're like, yeah, we know it's a rock. All right. Like dad, dad, hold it. Okay. I'll hold the rock. Like, (laughs) you know, and so, uh, you know what her favorite toy right now, honestly, in all honesty, I've listed a lot of things, but her favorite toy right now is the Jeep gladiator. She loves it, dude. She like, she'll go and just play in the, on, in the cab. She hates it when we're like time to go, you know, you got to get in your car seat. She really doesn't like that. She wants to keep running around and playing and, you know, pretending like she's driving and she loves to just hang out. You know, she calls it new truck. Such a good dad to buy that toy for your daughter. I know. I, I, I bought my daughter a $43,000 toy that I get to play <laughs> with sometimes. Good for you. <laughs> is that, if that's not dad of the century, I don't know what is, you know, what is, what's Posey into? Exactly the same things you just listed. Really? Books, she, she is an aggressive page turner. <laughs> she gets after it, she, huh? <laughs> she took a, she doesn't like her well she likes all books but she really enjoys the ones with normal adult pages she doesn't like the big cardboard ones really? as much because she likes to look at those for a little bit but they're not as fun to turn the pages on oh uh, so we gave her <laughs> we gave her a copy of the secret garden <laughs> like what? a big old school style book <laughs> And she gets it, and she will grab a page as hard as she can and, like, forcefully just slam it. (laughs) And she'll go through the whole book that way, just, like, page after page after page. She really likes to... It is. I'll send you videos. She's not a a gentle page turner. (laughs) So we've had to retire the secret garden because it's missing a lot of chapters now. Got it. But she just got a couple of puzzles too. My uh, my mother in law was in town and bought her some, just like you're talking about with the magnetic pieces in them. Right. That you put them in and they make noises associated with whatever the the picture is that you're putting them on. And she gets incredibly mad when we try to take her away from those. Really? Yeah. She comes into a room and she sees them and she starts pointing at them. She's like, "I want I that." I know what it is. I want it. Yeah. That's that's one thing that we've learned too in parenting recently is like. Dude, Sadie blows a head gasket when we like tell her that it's time to be done with an activity, you know, like a good example is the Jeep. Like when we're out Jeeping and we're, you know, playing, you know, or even if we're just taking a ride in it and, you know, it's time to leave and get in your car seat and it's, you know, uh, we're done playing around in the, uh, in, in the cab. She just is like, what do you mean? We have to stop. Like, you know, they don't understand. She doesn't understand that mm-hmm. at, at two years old. Like, why can't I just keep doing what I'm doing? Why do I have to leave? You know, they, they haven't quite associated with that. So it's been, that's been a big challenge for us. So I'm, I'm glad to, I'm not glad to hear that Posey's blowing a head gasket too, but I am glad that we're, I guess, on the same par with that, that. 
Yeah, and I I start to worry that I ingrained that in her a little bit because as my first and only kid, I I have been accommodating to her every want and desire yeah. to this point. Oh, you are pointing at that thing? You want that? Here, take it. It's my phone, <laughs> it's my wallet, it's my keys. Please, take it. Do whatever you want with it till you're done with it. <laughs> and now it's like, well, no, you can't grab the television off the entertainment center and land it on your head. I'm making a note not to give Posey a machete for birthday. <laughs> Got it. I had to make a mental note. Just didn't know what was going on up there in Flagstaff. Just, you know, okay. I, I mean, don't... Don't discount it entirely yet. All right, I put it in pencil, so. Good. surprised to see fans in the stands tonight did you know they're gonna let people go to some I, no, of the games i didn't know that. that was new to me yeah they the i heard that the stadium was at 22 percent capacity yeah uh, so i mean that i mean i have 17 000 people 17 and some change so i mean i guess it's good i mean at least some vendors can stay open right um I was wondering if they charged like an extravagant amount for those tickets That's the other to thing. try to make up some revenue. Yeah, how did that how how did they get selected? How did they, you know, did they get selected? Was it a lottery? Did they pay? Was I thought um it was like their season ticket holders had first right, you know, to them. Mm, Is that their season mm-hmm. ticket holder base? Um that would make sense. Which I think that would make the most sense. Uh, you know, you give your season ticket holders the first chance at them. Did they charge him just an absorbent amount, you know, extra? I heard I heard a guy, like a movie review guy, one time talk about how to rescue the Star Wars universe because after Solo bombed, right? Revenue-wise, yeah. He he said, "Here's how they should do everything from here on out for Star Wars is they should make every in-theater movie an exclusive one-of-a-kind extravaganza event and charge like a hundred bucks a ticket to go see it and he said you'd get the same number of people who went to watch solo because they're all diehard star yeah, wars fans yeah. but you'd make 10 times as much money wow and all the other casual fans would be like i don't care i don't want to yeah, see it anyway Yeah. so whatever the only thing so i wonder if they followed a model like that do you think it, that would have changed though since we've gotten so much more reliant on the netflixes and the disney pluses and the amazon video like I have no desire to go to a movie theater. No, I, never you know, again. I, why would I? I'll wait another month or two and let it come out on Netflix or even a year. Like, I can't think of anything that I would wait in line for, certainly, to go see. And no. I got my own comfort of my own room. I can just, you know, if the movie sucks, I turn it off and I watch something else. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, because I, I, Chelsea and I had a date night on Sunday night. Uh, we got a sitter. And uh, I was like, you know, want to go see a movie? Because the theaters had just opened up. And yeah. we looked at them and we were just kind of like, there's nothing in here that I'm interested in going and paying and seeing. It's just when I can watch it at Netflix. 
Yeah, when you have to frame it as what would I be willing to risk my entire health to watch? Right. <laughs> what would I be willing to get COVID to see in so, this theater? So there you go. Hey, Mo, there's your there's your question. Which which movie of all of cinema? Which movie would you be willing to risk it to go see? Oh, oh, the new James Bond movie. Kill. I will die to see that film. That's the one you're gonna go see. Get if if I have to pick one from 2020. Yes. Oh, I was just gonna I was see. gonna go say of any of all time, but. I guess 2020. We could narrow down Boy, the scope. Of, of all time. Well, if you're going to go with 2020, the new James Bond one. But the all-time question is probably better. Which which movies are worth risking your life for? Yeah, I know, right? I, I, there's probably none in reality. Like, none that I would be really, like, risk, risking. Maybe The Muppets, oh. 2011. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a perfect film from tip to toe, Brody McGuire, that film, there's not a note or word or motion or camera shot out of place in that film. It is it is a perfect motion picture. You could pick like classics, like The Godfather, or like Scarface, or I don't know everything else that everything else they ever have in you know uh, MTV Cribs. You picked the Muppets out of 2011. <laughs> oh, God. Let me, con- let me confess something here. I have never seen The Godfather. I'll confess something to you then. I've never seen Muppets 2011. <laughs> so, Equally heinous. You have a daughter. You have no past for not seeing The Muppets. She would love that movie. Singing funny things. All right. I'll, I'll give it a try because I can't watch Coco Melon anymore. And so I'm 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 reaching at straws now, and I do like the Muppets, like as a as a franchise or whatever. So I mean, I, I guess I'm I'm okay with that. So we'll give it a whirl. We'll see. Chelsea what loves that movie. I know she does. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, she's she said that on multiple occasions. So we'll have two to go. birds, one stone, right there, man. That's there you go. That's it. All right. Well, I'll I'll give it a whirl this week and see what see what happens. Oh, you know, you know what? I know what it is. I know what I would go and risk. Mulan live action, the winner of the Princess Hunger Games. That's what I would go My, see. <laughs> I feel like someone is paying you behind the scenes to make that reference in each one. It's going to be a running gag as long as we do this, and I appreciate that. Uh, I do. I don't, oh, but do man. you, though? <laughs> but do you, though? <laughs> I I am one who appreciates commitment to the gag. That, I... Uh, if we're going back to the original, I just had to slide that in there, um, and I'll stop doing that for the next week, but... You better not now. You're committed to it. I'm <laughs> committed to the bit. This will you work. You will laugh now. at it. <laughs> this is a long-term thing. I, I think, I, I don't think there is a, a, honestly, a show in 2020 that I would go, at least that I could tell. I don't like Daniel Craig as 007, so I'm passing on that one. Um, I, yeah, that's that. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I would go and see. Maybe honestly, maybe Boondock Saints. I might go risk my life for the Boondock Saints. That would probably be, that would probably be mine. The original one, the first one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, that's a much better choice than the Muppets. I'll give you that. <laughs> well, you said it now, so you got to stick with it. I, it's not I a good choice. Listen. I'm assuming. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> I've never seen. I haven't it. seen it, but I'm assuming it's a good pick. I'm a good. It's kind of like my picks for our. Uh, NFL ranks. I I assume they're right. I don't know. I haven't done as much research as I should have. I've done a lot of research and still picked the Muppets, so... (laughs) 
I don't know what's worse, dude. <laughs> I've done 34 years worth of film watching research, and I decided my life was worth the Gonzo the Great. <laughs> Football's back. Our bad, bold predictions are still here, are lingering somehow. We've got them on life support. We're still here. I don't know why we keep doing these predictions. We're so bad at them. Well, you got to go bold prediction. You know, it's that's why it's it's a prediction. It's bold. You got to do your best. Like, whatever. If we're wrong, we're wrong. Thankfully, these aren't being recorded or, or stored somewhere for posterity. No one will ever no know. We'll ever know. We have 26 followers, so hopefully we keep those 26 <laughs> entertained and happy. Yeah, if you are one of the 26 followers, thanks for sticking around with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all of our guests who keep coming on the show. If you want to be a guest on the show, you probably should have met us years ago and been friends with us. So <laughs> That's sorry. the only way. That's the only way to be a That's lifelong it. friend. That would have been no, it. No, if you do want to get in touch with us... You can hit us up at uh, bmils2020 at gmail.com. Still haven't gotten an email from there yet. I check. You check. I do it? look. I do look. And or you can find us on Twitter. We're there too. In law show. In law show at in law show. Let us know how's it going. How it's going. I put up a a, a clip of uh, Scrubs earlier, so you guys can identify. Who do you identify more with, Turk or JD? In the clip. I didn't even see it. I just I am it. a co-owner yeah. of that Twitter account. I didn't even see it. It was the clip that I sent you yesterday. <laughs> when you mess with the warrior. And when you mess with the warrior. That's my all-time like favorite clip of like it's... all of maybe all of sitcom, all of like shows. I think that's legit my favorite clip. <laughs> oh, I think so too. It's so good. His face. He's just incredulous that JD would allow that to happen. <laughs> like, what is the matter with you? Why would you lose to your girlfriend in an arm wrestling match? You just, I do that to my niece, uh, uh, Tatum. We wrestle. And I'm like, do you see what you get when you mess with the warrior? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. That's like my all-time favorite. So let us know. Who do you more identify with when you're with your significant other? Are you a JD or a Turk? I think I'm probably a JD. I'm definitely a Turk. There's not even a question. <laughs> You're more of a JD. You'll let you'd let Emily win in an arm wrestling match. I I don't think I'd slam her arm to the table as hard as I could and then scream in her face. <laughs> okay, I might not take it quite to that extreme, but I'm not gonna lose on purpose. You know, like I certainly wouldn't lose. Okay, I wouldn't lose. I'm probably somewhere in between a JD and a Turk. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. What what was like the first competition? Did you ever do a competition like something like that with Emily? I know exactly. I did one like that with Chelsea and it was a horrible oh, experience. Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. You go first because I don't think I've got one off the top of my so, head. So Chelsea and I were 
I don't even think we were actually officially dating yet. If we were, it was bare. We were bar- barely dating, and so I, I started talking trash. That um, I, I got to go back. <laughs> I should rephrase. I Chelsea is a, is an attorney, okay, and she was working at the Arizona State Court of Appeals at the time. And so um, we were hanging out one day, and so I I challenged her to a typing contest. I was like, I could type really fast. Let's, let's like do this. Words per minute is and, that what we're talking about? Yeah, words per minute. So we found okay. like a test on you could go online and like words per minute, you know, dot com or I don't know whatever it is. And um, I got like I got like forty words, and thirty five of them were spelled wrong. <laughs> like, Chelsea had like ninety, and eighty eight <laughs> of them were spelled right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, dude, I just got humiliated, just demolished. Isn't this a literal office gag with Jim and Pam where they talk about words? Yeah, for it's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And that came back to haunt me horribly. So. Oh, man, you got in over your head pretty quick. You should have challenged her to like a what's in your wheelhouse a little bit more here. Did you do it on purpose to make her feel good? Because it's so uh, excellent move. Uh, we'll go with yeah. I'm going to go with yes. Okay. My attorney says yes. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Um, I should have gone with like throwing a football. Yeah. yeah that would have nothing against Chelsea or, or, you know, cause she's a sports fanatic just as much as anybody, but like kinetics, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not her thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I think mm-hmm. I could have won that one. I can't think of a single thing that I would beat Emily. <laughs> I maybe I would challenge I, I like I challenged her to see who could get the most degrees and she won by like 40 who could get somehow. the most degrees who could get the most school degrees oh I she's, was like she's still going with it she's gonna win that one hands down uh I can't I genuinely can't think of anything that we've done like that well then that was a frivolous question no no I gotta think there's gotta be something that I felt like I needed to prove my superiority in I yeah that was mine and then when we were dating and I haven't done anything since because I'm not going to challenge I I don't have anything in the wheelhouse you learned your lesson I got smoked once like put your he- tail between your legs and move on yeah I can't think of anything she's better than me at everything so it doesn't matter you got something in your wheelhouse better at is she better at editing podcasts because you're pretty good at that. She's never tried it, but I bet if she did, she'd be better we'll at it. We'll see their challenger to that. An editing challenge off. No. Consider the else. gauntlet thrown. Like, <laughs> Emily, if you're listening to this, which I know you aren't, go edit a better podcast than me. Try. I dare you. Do you see what happens when you mess with the warrior? <laughs> yes. He caps it off. He caps it off. Do you see? I felt, I, dude, I, you morphed into Ron Wolfley right then. You legit <laughs> just took on the form of Ron Wolfley. Yes, oh. brother. Wow. <laughs> With a dark heart and a painted face. I can't wait to hear Ron Wolfley on Sunday. I don't even know how to even. I can't wait to hear Dave Pash like lose hair. Brody, do you have a number for us? I think so. I have an idea. I think 30. I think. No, I'm going to go to 54. What's 54? That was the combined total of this NFL game tonight of points. Oh, great pick. 20 to 34. 54. 
34-20 Chiefs. 34-20 Chiefs. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Bound. Don't worry about it. Yep. Put it in. I'm, I can't. I want to argue with you, but... Uh, we both we both know that's the most solid pick of anything here. I can't. That and the Cardinals going to be a wild card. I think the Cardinals make a wild card. I like that. That's a trendy pick, and I like that one, and Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I can't think of another team that's going to rival them. Maybe Baltimore. Like, the winner of the NF- AFC Championship game is going to win the Super Bowl. I, I am taking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs over the Ravens 99 times out of 100. I, that's what I'm saying. I, but I, who in the NFC is going to beat them? Seattle. I mean, maybe, but still, I still think I take Patrick Mahomes over Russell Westbrook. Or West, Russell Wilson, excuse me. Also Russell and Westbrook. And Russell though. Westbrook, too. Both. Probably both of them. I would bet Patrick Mahomes is better at basketball than Russell Westbrook. That's a bold prediction. I'm not going to go quite to that point, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I mean, he's athletic enough, maybe. All right, 54. 54 points, first NFL game. Welcome back, football. All right, here we go. And da 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 Everybody, thanks for listening again to the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at In-Law Show, or you can email us at bmils2020 at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll see you all next time. Bye, guys. Bye.